As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for the show. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. It is my pleasure to help you engineer your success by designing a life where you can win at work and at home. Welcome to today's show. Our topic today, I think the title of this episode is Tips for Overcoming the Top Two Challenges Facing Engineering Professionals. This topic was a result of some market research that we've done uh, on LinkedIn. We reached out to over 300 engineers. We got responses from 60 engineers. And so these are the top challenges that came through in their survey. But before we get into the survey, I just want to give a shout out to those of you who were able to attend the last session of the Engineer Your Success on Ramp on Eliminating Procrastination. It was a great turnout. We had a great session, again, of like-minded people, other engineers who are working to win at work and at home. It was a great group environment. And it always comes back to remind me and remind the other participants that you do not have to do this alone. You do not have to face the challenges that you may be facing alone. There are other people that have a keen understanding of what it means to be an engineer, what it means to be a STEM professional, as well as going through the process and taking the steps to achieve success, both in business and in life. The next Engineer Your Success on Ramp is going to be on March 21st from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And one of the suggestions from the participants on this past session was something dealing with crucial conversations, those tough conversations that you have to have with your team members, those tough conversations that you have to have with the people within your organization or even within your friend group that you have been putting off. So you've been procrastinating on this conversation. The success on ramp for March is really going to get into some tools to equip you for having that conversation. Again, this is a personal invitation to the engineer, your success on ramp, and that's going to be scheduled for March 21st, which is a Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time. And I look forward to seeing you there. Getting back to today's show, tips for overcoming the top two challenges for engineering professionals. Again, these top two challenges are based on the survey. So I recently conducted our survey on LinkedIn to determine the common challenges that engineering professionals face in achieving success in their professional and their personal life. So the survey was sent out to over 300 engineers uh, and we got results back from 60 of those engineers. And so for those of you that 
didn't take part in that survey, here's the common question or the question that was put forward to the group. And this is going to form the rest of our conversation or inform the rest of our conversation about these questions. So here are the questions. What are some of the common challenges that engineering professionals face in trying to achieve success in their professional and personal lives? So ask the participants to select two from the list that I'm about to read to you. And if they choose to, they could provide some written detail or backup for their responses. So the first choice is managing time effectively. Then two was dealing with failure. Three, professional networking. Four, struggling with imposter syndrome. Five, diminished work-life balance. Six, burnout and stress. Seven, inability to effectively communicate. And eight was an other where I asked them to provide some comments. So are you ready for the results? The number one issue or challenge that according to this survey that engineering professionals are facing when they're trying to achieve success in their professional and their personal life came back as diminished work-life balance where 22% of the respondents selected that as their preferred choice. And so a significant challenge for engineering professionals is maintaining a healthy work-life balance. Long hours, project deadlines, and work-related stress can interfere with the personal time and it can affect your individual well-being. So many engineering professionals will face this challenge as they strive to achieve success while balancing personal commitments. And this is true for a lot of the things that we cover. It's not unique to engineers or people with a science, technology, engineering, and math background. That was just how the particular question was formed. But it's true that engineers are people too. So the same things that other people deal with, the same stresses, the same problems, the same constraints. We as engineers deal with that as well. Number two, coming in with 19% of the respondents selecting this one, it was burnout and stress. And so burnout and stress are common challenges that high-performing professionals face. So the challenges, again, can be attributed to some of the same things that we talked about for work-life balance, where we're looking at the hours work, tight deadlines, high workload. So burnout and stress can negatively affect an individual's productivity and their overall job satisfaction. And those things become self-fulfilling prophecies that continue to lead to more burnout. Number three at 15% was the inability to effectively communicate. We all know that communication is critical to any profession and that engineering is no exception for that. And effective communication is essential when you want to ensure that your project is running smoothly and that all of your stakeholders are well-informed. But there is this stigma, or at least, I don't know if it's a misconception or as people believe it. So Many engineering professionals struggle to communicate or they struggle communicating their ideals and solutions effectively to non-engineers is what I would say. 
But this is something that the engineers that took the survey actually indicated as a particular challenge that they face. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go forward. Number four was managing time effectively. So we had 13% of the respondents selected that as one of their top issues that they're facing. And, you know, time management is critical, again, no matter what your profession. When you have several projects, when you have several things that are going on, it is a challenge to prioritize those tasks and to manage your deadlines to ensure that everything is completed on time and absolutely within budget. So effective time management skills really help any professional and it helps an engineering professional to be more productive, to meet those deadlines within budget. There was a tie for this one too. So the fifth one that comes in is professional networking at 13%. And it's just the acknowledgement that networking is critical in any profession. And again, engineering is no exception to that, but many engineering professionals do struggle with networking for a lot of different reasons, whether it's lack of confidence, whether it's time constraints, of course, you know, coming out of COVID, limited opportunities for networking, but there are some keys to effective networking at the professional level that we absolutely want to continue to foster because it helps you build your professional relationships. It puts you in the room where you're able to exchange ideas and, and it gives you access to new opportunities. Number six at 6% was dealing with failure. 4% was struggling with imposter syndrome, and then there was other. And so the category for other challenges that engineers face, the generational divide, just in terms of the people that are within the organization, lack of leadership within companies, people having to work for incompetent managers. And then you also have the analysis paralysis that You know, just this whole decision-making framework where how much data do you need to actually move forward and make a decision? So all of these were based on that survey that I sent out, those personal messages that I sent out to the LinkedIn folks that I'm connected with. And the whole goal was to continue to get ideas and information for content where we can develop blog posts, podcast episodes, social media content that will continue to add value to our network. Hi, this is James, and I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals, in building habits that stick, becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today.
whew, the next stage in this was I started to to look at the actual text of what people submitted and doing some analysis in the text. So not just the choices, but what were the actual words that they used when they were describing issues that they were facing. And so in managing time effectively, the sentiment was that many engineers struggle with managing their time, especially with increasing meetings and remote work. So that wasn't really covered in the question, but this was covered in the responses, the impact that the hybrid work environment has on time management and additional pressure that that puts on the ability to prioritize your tasks when you are feel like you're being pulled in a few different directions. So some of the actual in their own words, text were, you know, always having back-to-back meetings, feel compelled to answer emails and messages, as well as accomplishing work. There are lots of time management challenges, more meetings, and they are more often back-to-back. Balancing work and life and trying to set priorities to learn how to delegate. So this was just some of the texts and the words that they were using. In professional networking, this really came up more often than I actually thought that it would. But most of the responses mentioned there were talking about the impact that COVID-19 had and how it changed the ability to network or, you know, it shifted from the in-person events to more virtual meetings and more remote work. More people are working in different locations, whether it's in your organization or not. And people don't have the same sense or urgency or the ability to develop their professional network as they once did. I think things are beginning to turn around now, but that's just what was included in those comments. From communication, the real thing is doing a better job or putting technical expertise into language that non-technical people can understand and writing clear reports and emails. And I think that is key to being an effective communicator. It's this whole ideal of putting technical expertise into language that non-technical people can understand. One of the things that and I'll continue to say is that engineers are great communicators. James, why do you say that? I believe that engineers are great communicators to other engineers that are in their specialties. The issue becomes when you're trying to communicate to someone that doesn't have your technical expertise or your technical background. And so this whole point of putting the technical expertise into language that non-technical people can understand it, it seems simple, but I think that is huge because that can help to communicate the value of what you're bringing to the project, the value of what you're bringing to those non-technical people. In burnout and stress, the same thing with work-life balance, they talked a lot about workloads, just a lot of workloads, a lot of working from home, a lot of remote working, but it was you know, more work and less and less time with their family. One of the other things that came up that I wasn't expecting was staying current. And that was engineering and technology are constantly changing. So it's important for professionals to stay current 
and ahead of emerging trends in technology. So this is really pushing for continued professional development. And these last three that came through the text analysis, really, it didn't necessarily catch me by surprise, but I wasn't really expecting them. One is, you know, leadership and management mindset, just the whole shift that some engineers may struggle with the change in mindset required to manage and lead teams effectively. And this comes from people that are used to being individual contributors, but now they have to manage teams and people. And that's just different from what you would do as an individual contributor. The other one was the inability to think broadly. So some engineers may struggle with thinking broadly about other options, but beyond their technical expertise, leading to limited growth in their careers. And I think this is absolutely true. You can be a great technical expert, but having the ability to see how the other parts fit into a project is one of the things that will help you continue to develop and move within your career. And the last thing I think I mentioned was analysis, paralysis, or just this whole decision-making. So that kind of wraps up the overview of the survey and the results that we received. And again, I want to thank everyone who participated in the survey, all of the people who provided the detailed responses where we were able to go in and extract some of these things that we've been talking about today. But I did want to spend some time on those first two. So diminished work-life balance. And so work-life balance refers to the ability to balance the demands of work with personal and family responsibilities. If you listen to this podcast for any extended period of time, I'm always talking about winning at work and at home. It's being able to win in both places, being able to show up as to who you need to be and make the contributions that you need to at work, as well as make those contributions in, in time investments, in relationship investment, in your family. You want to win at work and at home. And that involves setting priorities, boundaries to ensure that you have time for both. You got to ensure that you, you make time for both. In the engineer's blueprint for balanced life, you know, one of the things that we start with is what's really important to you. So we go through this whole exercise of determining what's important. And if you ask a person what's important, they'll list the things and they'll tell you family, faith, work, and they'll list all of these things in the order that they think it should be listed. But then the next step is, okay, let's review your calendar and let's actually see where you're making your time investments. Are your time investments lining up with what your stated values or what the things that you said or that you say is important to you? And many times those things just do not add up. So when you're looking at work-life balance, when you're looking at winning at work and at home, it is essential that you begin to set those boundaries and begin to manage your time so that you can do both. You know, we're looking at the 
negative impact of work-life balance when you're not able to achieve it, that'll lead you straight to what was number two on the list, burnout and stress, right? Just burnout and stress, and it will have a negative impact on your overall well-being. When you're able to design a life where you can win at work and at home, you're able to maintain your mental and physical health. You'll have improved job and life satisfaction. And you absolutely have boost, boosted productivity. You know, the next thing that I want to kind of pull up are some different data from other surveys that have been conducted in the past few years. One is working from home and work-life balance. So a 2021 survey by Buffer found that 22% of remote workers struggle to unplug from work and 19% found it hard to maintain a work-life balance. On the topic of parenting and work-life balance, there was another 2021 survey by the Society of Human Resource Management, and it found that 50% of working parents experienced difficulties balancing work and family responsibilities during the COVID-19 pandemic. And that burnout and work-life balance, a 2021 survey by Deloitte found that 77% of U.S. workers experienced burnout at their current job, 77%. And 70% said their employer did not do enough to address burnout. And I pulled these surveys in because the sample size for the survey that I had, again, was only 60 people. But this is an issue, particularly coming out of the pandemic and what we've all had to endure with COVID-19. So what are some questions that you can ask yourself to say that this may be an issue? Because what I found is when I talk to people about work-life balance, No one ever thinks they actually need help with work-life balance. What they will say is, yeah, I know, but right now I have to be out of balance because, you know, I have this project going on at work, so I have to do this because. And I get that. I get that. And by no way are there not times where you're going to be quote-unquote unbalanced. That has to happen. And whether that you're making a correction from, you know, you're continuously working and burning a candle at both ends and you need to recharge and you need to do something different. Hey, I get that. It it happens. But when that becomes your normal, I think that may be an indication that you have a work-life balance issue. So the way that I've approached it and you've heard me say it, I want you to design a life where you can win at work and at home. But here's some questions or some things that I want you to ask yourself. Am I constantly, or do I constantly feel overwhelmed and stressed even when I have completed all my work tasks? Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. Do you find it hard to take a break or switch off from work even when you're not at work? Third question, do you feel guilty or anxious 
when you are not working or when you are taking care of personal responsibilities. Question number four, do you have trouble sleeping or experiencing physical symptoms such as headaches or fatigues? And I mean, this is extreme headaches or fatigues. Do you feel like you don't have enough time for yourself or your family, even though you are working hard to make time for them? So do do you feel that you just do not have enough time? And so these thoughts and questions can reflect some of the symptoms that a person that's struggling with work-life balance, that's struggling with not winning at work and not winning at home. These are some of the thoughts that may come to mind. And if you're answering these questions and you're saying, yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me. Then you need to go ahead and book a discovery call. You need to get some help. You need to come to the Engineer Your Success on-ramp. You need to surround yourself with a community of people that are going to help you to deal with these issues and to give you some insight as to how you can forward. So the tips for improving work-life balance. Number one, I would say setting boundaries, learning how to set and maintain boundaries in life will help you because the boundaries are not for other people. They are for you. Learning to delegate tasks. You know, when you're taking on more and more work and you do not have the ability or the skill set to delegate, uh, you are creating a situation where you're going to be spending more time doing work and you're going to be leading yourself to burnout. I would say number three, it, it seems to be an easy one to say, but not necessarily always easy to do. And that's taking breaks. So take regular breaks to prevent burnout, right? Take regular breaks to improve your productivity. Make sure you schedule vacations. Make sure you schedule time with friends. Make sure you schedule time with your family so that you can recharge and get back to the productivity that you want. You also want to prioritize self-care. We don't talk a lot about self-care. In fact, I was talking to Someone earlier this week, and one of the questions came up is, do engineers practice self-care? It's like, yeah. I mean, engineers are people too, so we have to practice self-care. But, you know, whether that's meditation, yoga, exercising regularly, eating a healthy diet, or getting adequate sleep, these are all things that we can do to continue to better care for ourselves. And the last one, as I would say, is just be realistic about the workload. Be realistic about what you can and will take on. We got a few more minutes. Want to just hit a few things on burnout and stress. Again, workplace burnout is real. So burnout and stress are significant challenges that affect engineering professionals. It affects our mental and our physical health, and our job. So burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion that can be a result from prolonged stress or frustration. So this is something that is acute. It's something that's been going on for some time. You know, you're exhausted, and we keep pushing, and we keep pushing, and we keep pushing, but 
that exhaustion doesn't stop, right? We keep pushing and, and we still don't want to go. So there, there are a few things that'll be included here in the show notes. There, there are a few other surveys. And so there's a work, there was a, t- a 2021 survey by monster.com found that 69% of employees in the U.S. experienced burnout symptoms while working remotely during the COVID pandemic. A 2020 Gallup report found that 76% of employees experienced burnout at work sometimes, and that 28% uh, experienced it very often. There was a Medscape report in 2021 that found that 79% of healthcare professionals experienced burnout. So again, burnout in frontline workers, burnout just all throughout our society. If we're given to continuing to push, continuing to move forward in that never ending, I'm not going to take a break kind of attitude, not going to take a break. So what are some questions or thoughts that you can kind of go through for burnout? It's very similar to what we talked about for work-life balance. Do you feel tired and drained all the time, even after getting enough sleep? Are you always anxious or worried about work or personal responsibilities? Do you feel emotionally detached or disconnected from your colleagues, friends, or family? Do you feel like you are losing motivation or interest in work hobbies or your personal pursuits? Another question is, are you experiencing physical symptoms such as chronic headaches or stomach aches? And the last question is, do you feel like you are not performing as well as you used to? Some of the same tips for preventing burnout are very similar to work-life balance. One, you want to prioritize healthcare. Two, you want to seek the support that you need from your colleagues and other people. Seek the the support that you need from your organization. Three, you want to set realistic expectations and you want to take breaks. So by doing these things, you will be well on your way to eliminating burnout and finding the balance that you need or designing the life that you want where you can win at work and at home. So in the coming weeks, we are going to cover effective communication, management, and time management, and professional networking, and some of the other topics that have come up as a result of the survey. I want to thank everyone for their time in providing feedback, and I'm really looking forward to continuing to add value to our community. Again, I want to give you a personal invitation to the next Engineer Your Success program. That's going to be on March 21st, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time. And we're going to be talking about having those crucial conversations. Stop putting it off. If you have been putting off a crucial conversation, come and get equipped with the tools that you need to have that conversation. I'm going to end this podcast like I end every podcast, and that's this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there's a select group of people that actually follow through, do it, and are living the life of their dreams. I want you to be part of that select few. Be great this week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. 
Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life. And it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.